Hello and welcome to HitMic, where we love to talk about the latest trends in healthcare marketing. I'm Colin Hung, and with me today is Grace Vinton, Account Director at Amandola Communications and Overall Media Guru. Grace, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Colin. It's great to be here. I am looking forward to this conversation because it's always fun having a talk with you, whether we're at a conference or whether we're in person at the HitMic conference or like this over Zoom. I know. It's great that we get to connect this way. Now, I have to say right off the bat, you are, of course, a media veteran. You do a podcast. You do a ton of stuff online. So this will be a great conversation because I know you're going to kick butt. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's it's fun for sure. Healthcare industry is always moving and changing, and there's always something to talk about. So let, let me start with this question for you, Grace. Um, you know, you've been in the PR game for a long time. Uh, you're very, very good at it. Uh, I get a lot of your pitches, and I love reading them. Um, what does it take to be a successful healthcare PR professional today? Yeah, well, I, I have a bunch of healthcare PRPs that I like to say um, that really uh, stand out when it comes to healthcare PR and what makes a good healthcare PR person. Mm -hmm. um, first is purpose. You know, you have to have a lot of purpose. You have to be mission driven. Um, you have to know that as a healthcare PR professional, you're a part of the life-saving process. People are relying on you to get them life-saving information about life-saving technologies, life-saving research, et cetera. And so it's very critical for you to, to have that give you a sense of urgency in the work that you do. Um, you have to have persistence and patience. <laughs> it's a long game, not a short game. And that means constantly and regularly uh, developing branding and messaging and, and being on top of trends that are happening in the industry and being connected with your clients and knowing what matters to them and knowing what matters to their customers and the audiences they're trying to reach. So that's really critical. Um, and then there's people. You know, we PR is the sword and the customer is the hero. So it's really important that you tell those patient stories when you have them, you tell those physician stories when you have them, and that you get those stories out into the industry. Because once you put people <laughs> into the overall storyline, it makes all of these stories real. Um, and then, of course, policy. <laughs> so when you're in healthcare, you have to become a policy expert, whether you like it or not got to learn how to read the regulations. You have to be 10 steps ahead. And one ways, one of the ways that I do this is to just keep track on Twitter, to be honest. CMS, ONC, they put out things regularly about, you know, things that they're interested in or things that they're putting out that are important for people to know. And so for PR people, it's critical for us to become policy experts if we're going to do good PR in healthcare. I love the analogy that you just used there about PR being the sword and, you know, the, the, your customer being the hero uh, and how you highlighted that there is a nobler purpose to PR uh, and marketing overall in healthcare. Like you, the more success we can help our the, your clients achieve, the better that they their product will be adopted, which usually means that either patients will, you know, have a better experience or physicians will or clinicians will. So there is sort of this nice noble cause to, to what we do here in, in, in healthcare marketing. Absolutely. And I think early on people confuse it. They think their clients are the hero and they're saying, this is what my client does and they're amazing. And in fact, it's their customer that is, it's their customer that's saving lives and they are the tool 
that's giving that their customer the opportunity to do that. Amazing. Mm -hmm. If you, and I have to say, uh, we have to highlight the fact that you did win the 2022 Medigy Hitmic Award for uh, Marketer of the Year in the in the agency category. So congratulations again on winning that award. Thank you I so think, much. And I think that just is a testament to all the great work you've done, not only in the past year, but in years past. Uh, I think it's a culmination uh, of all of that. But if you look back at yourself uh, a few years ago, or maybe when you first started in healthcare PR, is there some piece of advice or something you would have told yourself or you would like to tell yourself from back then? Absolutely. I think I wish that I had started reading policies myself sooner. Okay. I, I relied on my customers to tell me when things were important to them or important to their audiences. And it totally changed the game when I started understanding the policies and how they fit into the general landscape. And I could then go to my clients and say, hey, are you tracking this? And they're saying, actually, we are. And this is what we're hearing. Or I can go to the media and say, hey, are you tracking this? And and they find that I'm a more reliable person to, to talk to and speak with because I know what's going on. And so I try to be a few steps ahead of that. Also, I think it's really important that if you are doing media relations, that you are not just pitching the story, but you're pitching the reporter. And so having an understanding of trends is great, but it's actually really important that you follow the trajectory of amazing journalists like you, Colin, you know, understand like the types of stories you would write and the types of people you would interview and then go uh, do your media relations that, that way, understand what the journalist wants and then <laughs> develop the storyline and work your way through. And I think doing it in a more personalized way helps tell the story in a more powerful way. Well, first of all, thank you for saying that I'm a journalist. <laughs> I don't see myself as one, but but thank you for saying that. Um, now, I, it, it, this kind of goes back to something you said before about the people side. I mean, what one of the things that I, I know that you do very well is that personal relationship or establishing relationships with members of the media, right? You really get to know them when you see them at conferences, you're always saying hello and, and giving the hugs and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, how important is that relationship to your success in terms of all the stories you're pitching and, and just knowledge of the policies that you talk about? To me, I think it's really critical because I, I think it's very important in healthcare that you have trustworthy relationships with people who are telling the right stories and that you are being honest and open and real with people so that they can trust you and 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 that you are doing the same with your clients and and you're telling the story in an honest and truthful and trustworthy way um, and so i think it's really important that you build relationships with people because it's important to build relationships with people in whatever community you're in you know whether it's personal or it's work or whatever the like you know and you celebrate journalists when they do a great story or they they do a great interview because ultimately you're working with them too they're they're your colleagues they rely on you for important information and trustworthy and information and and forward-thinking information so i think uh anytime you can build a relationship with anyone it's important and then when it comes to work and when it comes to media relations it's even more important yeah, well, I can definitely tell you that it works for me because whenever <laughs> your pitches come through, I, I do read them because I was like, oh, I'm 
of course, this is Grace stuff. So she wouldn't be sending me anything that I wouldn't at least. Well, be and that's something I always say is <laughs> friends don't a pitch friends junk. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to send something to somebody that I know they're not going to to want to cover. And if they don't cover it, I'm okay with that. Because to me, I'm a helper. I'm trying to help the media um, understand the landscape, understand the different conversations that are happening. So if the email's only helpful in helping them understand a landscape a bit better and it doesn't turn into anything, that's fine to me. Uh, I think that's kind of critical is don't just pitch. You're never going to build a relationship with someone if you're sending them junk mail. <laughs> Well, I want to touch on something you just said there, uh, you know, that, you know, when you send a pitch, you're not expecting every pitch to be accepted. Uh, and, you know, and, and in your mind, that's okay, because you're just trying to be helpful. You know, marketing, especially in healthcare, but PR even more so in healthcare, there's a lot of ups and downs like there, I'm assuming there could be weeks where, you know, you're just not getting any nibbles on any of the stories that you're, you're helping to, to try and push out there. So, so there's some down uh, weeks and and very high highs as well when you do get those media placements. How do you navigate uh, those down weeks? A lot of patience and persistence, <laughs> for sure. And then also understanding that you need to pivot. There are times where you absolutely need to pivot. And if a certain story is very fascinating to you, you are shocked that HL7 changed their standards or you're just shocked that something happens, but it's not as shocking to other people, then maybe you need to shift the, the type of story that you're telling about it. And, and maybe you need to get creative. So I think there's a lot of creativity, a lot of pivoting and uh, a, a great conversation with your uh, clients regularly about what they're seeing. And if you're having those regular conversations, you should be getting more and more trends and, and, and different things that are happening in the industry that might be editorially interesting. And sometimes it's taking a grain of an idea or a grain of a piece of data that your client pulls or, or a grain of something and, and building on that grain um, into something bigger than it possibly could be. And it's funny because the more tailored your conversations are with the media, the more likely they are to cover it because it's tailored towards something they hadn't written in the past or tailored towards something they you know, probably should or might write about. Yeah, you're you're hitting on something there. Like we we do as as journalists, you know, have to keep track of the latest things happening in the industry. And when there are um, tectonic changes, like NHL seven update, <laughs> or mm -hmm. or like a new policy uh, from CMS, uh, you know, we're expected to cover it. Um, we may all cover it in different ways. Like we may talk about the implication on this area of IT or this area of healthcare, but. But by you keeping up with that as well, then you're probably pitching something that is more likely to be something we want to write about or need to write about in the moment. So uh, definitely uh, a pitch for uh, a trendy topic can be very, very helpful. Yeah. And I try my best. I don't always get it right, you know, but at the same time, I think it's all it's all they're all building blocks towards a greater relationship and a greater understanding of what's happening in the industry. And I also try to stay positive in what's happening. There's so much negative news out there that PR people can choose. We can choose whether we want to harp on the negative news or and use that as our news jacking or harp on some of the positive news that is things are changing. And, and PR people can be hope givers in the middle of a time when there's not a lot of hope to be found. So I think that's another thing that PR people that can 
really help you stand out is to choose to tell those stories that are inspiring and encouraging and, and are changing the industry for better so that care gets better for people and care and gets better for doctors that are trying to give it and research is better and, and the like. Now, I have to ask you this. You do a ton of stuff outside of your nine to five job. Uh, you have a podcast. You are an advocate. Uh, you know, what time management tips can you give to the rest of us who struggle with all of those things? Well, I think you really need to prioritize your health. You need to make sure that you're staying healthy, you're working out and, and prioritizing eating right. I think if your body is healthy, you're able to fit more in into your life. I prioritize reading to my children too. That to me is really important. If the rest of the day is busy with work things, at least I get that wonderful time with them where I get to just sit down with them and read a book and they love it. I love it. And it helps my physical and mental health to, to do that. And then from like a work perspective, it's really important that you set goals at the beginning of every month. You say, this is what I want to do for the month. And those will change from month to month. So sometimes I'm in podcast zone and I want to get my podcast done one month. And the next month I may be in uh, a client building zone and the next month I may be in. So I try to set, you know, of course, my regular work hours and then those extra few hours I have after or before work, I try to prioritize that monthly. And then on a weekly basis, I actually lay out <laughs> on Monday morning, every, you know, who I'm going to speak with when, and I, I pretty much try to lay out my schedule, how it will look. And I set alarms, <laughs> oddly enough, labeled alarms to keep me on track and make sure I'm getting my projects done. It's, I'm very OCD when it comes to my schedule and my time, because time is so incredibly valuable and we don't get a lot of it on this war in this world. And so really making sure that you prioritize the things you want to get done and get finding time to get them done is, is, is important. And you can do that. I think when you plan, I, I am, am impressed because the amount of stuff that you produce and the quality of it, it, it speaks to the amount of planning that you obviously do to, to, to do all of those things, because that's a lot of juggling. And that another thing I recommend to people is put holds on your calendar mm. for work. And I think sometimes people think, oh, we need to have all of our calendar open and free for whatever conversations. And I'm totally fine for that as well. People can brainstorm with me through text, et cetera. But I put holds on my calendar when I have to get stuff done. And I think that's helped me a lot too, uh, in terms of taking most advantage of my time. And, uh, and I put times on my calendar too, for, you know, the odd, some odd questions that people need to, you know, to, to reach out to me about or networking, I do like an hour of networking a week too. Um, but it's really, it's really critical that you take advantage of your calendar instead of your calendar taking advantage of you. <clears throat> I love that you have, uh, you know, given us like 20 tweetable quotes here in this conversation <laughs> everything from the sword to what you just said about the, you owning the calendar not letting the calendar rule you i mean this has been amazing grace thank you so much for your time today it's always awesome chatting with you colin and i was thrilled to be here and everybody should go to hitmic it's an amazing place to network with other people in the industry to brain trust with people I had a wonderful time this year, and I know I'm excited to meet you all next year. Amazing. Thank you so much for that plug, by the way, Grace. Oh, really for appreciate sure. It. Mm -hmm.
Hey, if you enjoyed this interview as much as I did, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you're listening or watching. Also, head on over to hitmic.com where you can access free resources, industry news, and insightful articles. You can also connect with us on Twitter using the hashtag HITMC. I'm Colin Hung, along with Grace Vinton. Thanks for being here.